So apologies, we would have released chapter 14 yesterday, but one of our voice actors was sick. But wait no further, chapter 14 is here now. So enjoy. From the team that brought you Chambers of Horror, we now are going to introduce you to a new type of storytelling. Prepare yourself for the October Project. Chapter 14 I stood frozen in fear as I watched the white sheep moving forward in my direction. I was waiting for the perfect moment when it stopped moving. I slowly turned around when the floorboard whined and the sheet started to move in my direction again. I slowly moved under the table and to the other side to distance myself from the sheet. Once the sheet made it to the mirror, I saw the sheep lift up and feel around the area, and then moved towards the table before the sheet snapped on the mirror. It slipped off and revealed a horrific smile underneath it. The nurse was standing there, those black sockets staring menacingly in my direction. Looks like the surprise is out. Come here, Arthur. Our game has gone on too long. I knew that as long as I moved quietly, I had a chance. She couldn't see. I wasn't sure if that smelling me shit was true. I slipped underneath the table and watched her feet move around the floor. She was clearly searching for me. I crawled along the floor, switching tables when she was close to the next one. When I moved to another table, I realized I was in a corner and there was no way to move without running to the nurse. She moved towards my table smelling the air the whole time. She moved right in front of my table and stopped. Her torn fishnets and dirty heels was all I could see. Oh, Arthur, let's stop this silly game. It's time to operate. I was desperately looking for my escape route when I noticed a broken piece of the table was leaning off. I reached up and grabbed it, and as the nurse was pulling up the sheet off the table I was under, I drove the broken piece into her feet Nailed it to the ground. She let out a horrible scream, and I took off under the table and made my way to the exit door. I made it to the door and turned the handle, but to my horror, the door was locked. I started to kick in as hard as I could. When I looked back, I watched the nurse take a step forward, the piece of table nailing her down, not moving. She then drug her foot, the table piece slicing through it. Her foot split open in two as she freed herself. I managed to kick a decent-sized hole in the door and began to push myself through. As I made it out to the hole, her hand shot out and grabbed me by the hair. She pulled me back and bit into my neck. I could immediately feel blood start to slip down my body. I managed to free myself from a grasp. A chunk of my hair still in her bony fingers. Get back here, Arthur. I wasn't finished. I took off down the hallway and realized I was headed towards the kitchen of the house. I made it past the leading into the kitchen and looked around for a place to hide. There was a large cabinet around the corner of the room and I 
ran towards it. To the left of it, a bunch of knife was laying on a table. I grabbed it and I slid into the cabinet. As I quietly closed the door, I felt something touch my back. I looked over to my shoulder to see the officer's headless corpse hanging there. Pieces of his flesh had been cut off. Some of his body had been cut into different slices of meat. I felt bile rise in my throat, and I went to leave the cabinet when I heard the nurse enter the room. Oh, Arthur, where are you? I can't wait to tear you apart. Then, I'll let my brother cook what's left. She walked around the kitchen, sniffing the air for my scent. Because of the rotting meat and other spices in the room, my smell was masked. I watched as she walked up to the cabinet and stood in front of it. She smelled the air and her face turned into a mask of frustration. She opened the cabinet and leaned in, sniffing the open cabinet. She reached in and grabbed a handful of flesh, ripped it off, and shoved it in her open mouth. I watched in disgust as she chewed the officer's rotten flesh, her sharp teeth grinding back and forth. She moved out of the cabinet and shut the door. I held my breath as she walked away. I walked a solid few minutes and then opened the cabinet doors. I took a small step out and turned to my right. The face of the nurse was waiting for me, a horrid smile on her face. She grabbed me by the neck and started to strangle me. Time to die, Arthur. I hope you put up one hell of a final fight. Luckily, I still had the butcher's knife in my hand. I held it up and brought it down into her neck. She reeled back in pain and released my throat. She grabbed up to grab the knife out of her throat, but it was coated in wet blood. I grabbed another knife off the cooking table and shoved this one into her chest. She fell back and slammed into the oven. I found two more knives and shoved one into her leg, pinning her down, and the other into her opposite hand. I stood up exhausted from the fight. She moved her eyeless head up at me and screamed. I noticed a full pot of water in the oven, boiling intensely. Stay dead this time, you bitch. I tipped the boiling water onto the nurse, and as it burned her, her screams were haunting, but after a few seconds, the nurse finally stopped shaking and laid still. I took a deep breath and turned around to leave. But to my horror, the cook was standing in the doorway, his mouth open and dripping with drool. Tune in tomorrow to hear the next chapter of The October Project.